This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Violent demonstration. Widespread civil disobedience. Grim virus milestone. 100,000 lives have now been lost. Manhunt over. We caught the suspect, Peter Manfredonia. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. One person was shot and killed during violent demonstrations last night in Minneapolis, all sparked by the death of a black man in police custody earlier this week. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. While most of the protesters were peaceful, some resorted to violence. People began looting nearby businesses. They smashed windows and took whatever they wanted. Into the evening, fires were set, and dozens of officers were deployed to break up the crowds. Do you think that was murder? I do. You do? I'm not a prosecutor, but let me be clear. The arresting officer killed someone. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry is calling for Derek Chauvin's arrest. But are you saying that the officer is racist? The facts that I've seen certainly lead me down the path that race was involved. George Floyd's death has touched off action in other big cities. From Milwaukee to Memphis. And in Sacramento. Stop killing us, man. Hundreds protesting blocked a Los Angeles freeway. Police cars were damaged. The United States has now surpassed 100,000 coronavirus deaths. It all happened in a matter of just a few months. And CBS's David Begno says the pandemic has still got a tight grip. As the nation grieves the loss of nearly 100,000 Americans to COVID-19. It's penetrating all aspects of society. Maureen O'Donnell writes obituaries for the Chicago Sun-Times. It is the cruelty of the goodbyes. The forced distance between the deceased and their loved ones that she can't forget. One person I wrote about, Alvin Elton, was a terrific darts player in Chicago. His wife couldn't touch him. 
She was lucky enough to be able to touch his face, but through two layers of gloves. She wrote about Amelia Pontarelli, the matriarch of Tony's Italian Deli in Edison Park, Illinois. She survived the Nazis taking over her town in Italy, and at the end of her life, her family couldn't be with her. They sent a priest to the hospital, and that priest gave holy water to a nurse and blessed her. And then that nurse did a blessing by transference, and that gave great comfort to the family. President Trump is upping the ante in his battle with Twitter and other social media companies and is expected to sign an executive order today targeting them in some way. White House correspondent Paula Reed. I'd have to understand what they actually would intend to do. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg responded late Wednesday to the president's efforts to possibly regulate social media. A government choosing to censor a platform because they're worried about censorship doesn't exactly strike me as the right reflex there. The president accused social media of trying to silence conservative voices after Twitter flagged his tweets about mail-in ballots for potentially misleading information after he claimed without evidence that ballots would be stolen and forged. China has passed new security laws affecting Hong Kong. Asia correspondent Ramey Innocencio. Many Hong Kongers and legal experts fear and expect Beijing will interpret those laws to muzzle freedoms the city enjoys, but that mainland China's 1.4 billion people do not. Freedom of the press, speech, assembly, and an independent legal system. Yesterday, the U.S. revoked its special status for Hong Kong, saying China was no longer respecting its autonomy. Back here at home, a 23-year-old college student sought for two killings in Connecticut was arrested near a truck stop in Hagerstown, Maryland. There could be state charges, federal charges, all of which will be worked out in the coming days. Christine Giletma of the Connecticut State Police. His family says Peter Manfredonia suffers from mental issues. Not a Florida where there was bad weather, so the big moment for SpaceX and a two-man crew is now set for this weekend. If they could have just bent the clock by a few minutes, those weather violations might have gone away. All three would have been expected to clear 10 minutes after our T-Zero time. But space station launches have to go off on time, so it's wait until Saturday. Crew Dragon Commander Doug Hurley. Understand that everybody's probably a little bit bummed out. It's just part of the deal. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. The pandemic hit just as the class of 2020 was closing in on the finish line. As CBS's Maria Villarreal tells us, some grads are getting a send-off like they never could have imagined. In true Texas style, the solution was to go big. Principal Elizabeth Pretty worked with the district to hold the graduation ceremony at the Texas Motor Speedway. When we got this opportunity presented to us, it's like, that's it. We're outside. We can social distance. We won't shake hands. We won't shake hands. And it's a huge venue. At least 32 schools will hold their ceremonies here with students socially distanced and their parents watching from their cars. High schools across America are sending seniors off in style with parades of honking cars and principals stopping by Stop number 184. to hand each student their diploma. Mireya Villarreal, CBS News, North Texas. Well, CBS's Sam Litzinger is hitting the road this morning with the radio on. Celebrating a century of sound. When I was younger, one of the great pleasures of a road trip was tuning in the radio stations along the way. KGAF. 
Well, hello, Wilcox. This is Tanya Tucker, and you're listening to KHIL. One problem, though, when I found a station I really liked, it was gone in a few miles. That was one of the reasons, at the beginning of the 21st century, satellite radio was created. There's never been a better time to have Sirius XM. You can also listen to satellite radio online. And that became an important part of today's audio experience. Listeners now had an endless buffet of sound to choose from. So more and more traditional radio operations, and pretty much anyone who had a mouth and a microphone, jumped into podcasting. All right, so you want a podcast, but you don't know how to get started? Couldn't listen to a show live? No problem. Listen to it on your smartphone at 3 a.m. In many ways, radio has now become audio. The means of delivery doesn't matter all that much. Alexa, play KDKA. For CBS News and the National Press Club, I'm Sam Litzinger. New research about fatal crashes on the road comes down to this. Size matters. The GMC Yukon, Range Rover, Evoke, and Lexus NX among those with the fewest fatal crashes in 2017. The Ford Fiesta, Hyundai Accent, and Chevy Sonic among those with the most. Joe Nolan is vice president of research at the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. The smallest, lightest vehicles on the road tend to have the highest death rates. Nolan says there's only so much you can do to offset the laws of physics. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Millions of us want to hear the words, play ball, but star pitcher Max Scherzer is crying foul. On Twitter, the Cy Young winner condemns the major league proposal for salary cuts that hit high-priced players the hardest. He calls it a non-starter. Officially, the players' union has called the financial plan extremely disappointing. And that's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond too quickly oh well that's good yeah i expected i expected you to lay into me well this was over the strike period oh i had time yeah See, that, that does that doesn't count <laughs> sure i responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment yeah i felt like i had something to get up for every yeah. day so thank you for that listen to the late show pod show with stephen colbert wherever you get your podcasts It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. 
she was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.